guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. Hey, hey guys. campers. Welcome to the bitch. <laughs> Phil was like ready to go. He's like a bullet out of a gun. He's like a rock out of a slingshot. Guys, it's the Bitch Seat Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And if this is your first one, hey, hey welcome. Welcome. Hi, I'm Phil. I'm Lissa. And this is we're we're a talk show. We're a nostalgia <laughs> talk show. We're a podcast. But nostalgia, about, not as a dirty word. Not as a dirty word. Nostalgia as a tool for learning more about ourselves and humanity. Yes. Not just as a tool for like jerking off all over our memories. All right. Speaking of jerking off, we're not gonna talk about the news today. But, but we I have just been did. talking I just about did, the news and we've been talking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, this will be released uh, probably in a couple of weeks, but the whole, you know, patriarchy falling and men being dirty old men, as they've always been, but now all of a sudden society is so shocked to find shocked, out. I'm I like, say. get the fuck out of here, guys. It's always been going it's on. It's house cleaning. It's house cleaning. You're trying to hurt Netflix's sales, so now you're going to out Louis C.K.? Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, HBO, HBO kicked all of his material off, you know? HBO took, oh, yeah. pulled all of the Louis content. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. But this is the thing. It's house cleaning. You make way for the people who actually are nice people and actually want to uh, tell stories. You know, how about all not- of the women comedians that he jerked off in front of maybe have some really great material that we'll actually get to experience now? Check yeah, it out. You know, how about how about how about guys guys who who don't who don't um who don't jerk off in front of of women uh as a power play, and because they they want to see right it, because you here's know? the thing let's be but, clear and this is a show about childhood but those guys those guys are, are are shaking their boots right now. But I like listen as we've <laughs> Phil and I. <laughs> Our whole relationship started <laughs> my because cup of coffee. I'm so sorry. I'm sweating so much. Our whole relationship started because it, I mean, we were in a show together, but then we somehow got to talking about how. Uh, if you're like, just joining the bitch seat, if you're just joining the bitch seat, we're a couple. This is not a show about pornography. However, um, there have been a lot of weird, revealing sexual things about us. That's the, what happens on the show. Yeah, uh, I like watching guys jerk off. Uh, and Phil, I don't mind facilitating that. Okay, I don't <laughs> mind facilitating that. I'm not a monster. I'm a heterosexual male, and if, if and a very girls... kind. Listen, Phil is the best example of a man. I don't. We don't have to because when it when it when it comes out that uh, there's nothing to come. There's out. really nothing to come out. I, I was drawing a blank. Um, okay, guys, welcome to the bitch welcome to the This bitch is a show about childhood. <laughs> My first girlfriend was a Catwoman action figure. Um, <laughs> Lissa, how you doing? 
Uh, I feel like it's really Scorpio season right now, Phil. Scorpio season is a season of like all the dark shit coming up to the surface, whether you like it or not, and then hopefully being cleared out for a nice catharsis. And that's what's been going on this month in America and in in all of our homes. We Um, spent the entire day yesterday fighting and then angrily cleaning the entirety of our bedroom. (laughs) It was a very angry cleaning session. Um, It was cathartic. But exactly. And now it feels good in there. It feels really good. So, um... So today, you guys, um, uh, our guest is going to be uh, the lovely Natalie Gregory, who is a delightful comic, and also I know her from my survival job, which is so great. I love it when that happens. Um, uh, and so uh, before we get to her, um, uh, the the business up top. Um, Follow us on Twitter at the underscore bitch underscore seat, or on Instagram at the bitch seat, or on Facebook at as the bitch seat. Or find us on iTunes, Google Play. All the things. All the things. Tell your friends about Please. it. Please. Pretend that we're a really exciting new pog that just got released and you want to show everybody. We're a thick everybody. slammer. We're a thick. A thick holographic slammer. <laughs> and you just want to throw it at stuff. Maybe break a window. Uh, By the way, I just found out that my friend Dan, who has two young children, two girls like under age three, um, listens to this, and I guess one of the girls was like laughing, uh, but listening to it before. But like now, I feel like this one needs an X rated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should tell your friend. Uh, jump ahead a few. I mean, they're not going to understand. They're not. Anyway, um, um, I'm going to get to this because we uh, uh, have been really taking our liberties with these intros and talking a lot, which is something that we like to do because we're comics, but we have another comic here who would also like to talk, and yeah. we invited her here. So we invited her here to come and She's listen to us. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, let's talk about what was going on in the world in March of 1998. 1998. This was a free-for-all at the box office. Every fucking movie coming out was trying to topple the Titanic, which was still consuming sales at the box office yeah. and destroying Star Wars records, even though the Star Wars trilogy just came back for their special edition uh, releases and crossed... Uh, the line with E.T., they they became the number one movie, and then Titanic knocked them right off the ledge because, you know, for some reason, that movie... Because whale music and Leonardo DiCaprio. Whale music, yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, the number one song at the time was... Whale music? My Heart Will Go On. Ugh. And the uh, soon-to-be-encroaching number one song to take it off the chart would be Getting Jiggy With It by, uh, with, by Will Smith. All right. Also one of the first MP3s I owned. <laughs> Believe it or not. I mean, I actually don't really believe that. That seems very Will Smith is immediately accessible to everyone. I remember that that summer that that he owned the summer because you had Independence <laughs> Day, you had Men in Black, and then the next movie you had Wild Wild Independence West. Independence Day whatever. and Men in Black came out at the same time. It was like a lot of the, well. It Independence was just... Day was ninety six. Men in Black was ninety seven. So he had two consecutive giant hits. But, yeah, he was really hot. What yeah, happened to him? I think he just got. I think he just got very protected. I think he was sort of one of those guys that didn't want to downgrade his presence and like pop up in supporting roles or cameos. Good for him, man. I mean, th- that's I hope good. he's got values and he's not hiding some weird sexual shit because I think he's a closet Scientologist, and I'm afraid of that. Uh, but that would make or sense. or just like strangely weird religious, like it's just his religion. I don't know. Will Smith, if you're listening. Come to Give our us show. A heads up. Give us a heads up. But also come oh, to our show. I'm yes. really excited about his goblin movie. Um, other uh business, business, business. Um 
November 30th. November 30th uh, at Nerd Melt here in Chicago. We've got a live show. Here in Chicago? Here in Chicago. <laughs> that was, uh, I think I just had a stroke. Yeah. Part of your, part of your, yeah. Where did that even come from? I don't from? know. You're thinking about Chicago because our, our dear friend and uncle, uh, Matt Freed, has moved Isn't to Chicago. Today. He's today. on the road. On the road. Um, no, Los Angeles. We're here in Los Angeles, yes. where there is no scary winter, and there is a live show on November 30th at Nerd Melt featuring Mary Holland from Veep, Beowulf Jones of Risk, and Zach Sherwin, as always, doing raps and some other stuff and some free gushers, and uh, please come and see it. But now I'm going to read this journal entry. Good. Okay? Great. All right. Uh, this is Sophie. As we oh, recall. So, so I was awesome. in, uh, I was in, I think I was a freshman in high school. Freshman in high school. Sophie, there are seldom moments in which I feel completely at peace and overall satisfied with myself and my life. At this very moment, my mood is the absolute definition of contentment. I love myself. Love myself. <laughs> wow. I wasn't Just even on going. any kind of drugs. This must be the first time I've ever said that. Thinking back, Friday, March 13th, that day was totally amazing. Allow me to list reasons why. One, it was Friday. That says it all. Two, when I came into school, Maddie Barsowitz said hi to me, exclamation point. The night before, we had had, we had had a, oh, a choreography review for the Heaven Hop. Oh, right, anything goes. The guys had to watch. Embarrassing, but Matt knows I can dance now and obviously notices that. Very good thing. Three, uh... For our team physics quiz, I got to work with Anne-Marie and Heather. Four, Mr. Curtis had bought the class donuts. Five, we got a 100 on the quiz. Six, we watched a movie second period and there was no homework. Seven, it was free-for-all badminton in gym. <laughs> badminton is the best sport I know. in gym. I was the king yeah, of badminton. 100% because there's no, it doesn't require actual athletics. Yeah. Eight, <laughs> fifth and sixth period, we watched the Scarlet Pimpernel movie with the other class. No homework. Nine. Tom said hi to me in the hall. Ten. I went to the theater showcase with the Boyds. Uh, Anne-Marie, Maggie, Ashley, Treble, Shimada, Aaron Craig, Kat, and Bun was there. Who's Bun? Oh, Benoit. Eleven. Becky Waters told me she'd been talking to Ms. Ad about how I was really good. Ms. Ad agreed. The only reason I'm not in Voices next year is simply because she is not accepting any incoming sophomores. I am too young now. But next year, dot, dot, dot. Twelve. The showcase was awesome. Maddie looked hot. 13. We went to Friendly's. 14. I slept over at Anne Marie's house. We chatted till 3 a.m. And there you have it. On Saturday, I got my whole science research paper done. Oh, yeah, baby. This morning, I went to youth choir. Rick gave Eliza and me a duet for the next concert. The rabbi was in a very good mood, and I read my Torah portion very well. The... Hmm. This was. Anyway, then I got to go to my beloved seventh grade class. I adore them all. This is the seventh grade class that I was the TA for, not in. Okay. I need to explain that because Craig wasn't there, but that was all right because Eric was, and I have the absolute biggest crush on him. I was a TA in his class, and I had a big yes. I actually like that I am older than him. Makes me feel in control of him and of myself. <clears throat> he is incredibly adorable. Uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and the last time I saw him was last Saturday at Ari's Bar Mitzvah. We danced. It was divine. I can tell that whether or not he liked me the way I like him, he obviously likes me as a friend and thinks I am pretty darn cool. Always trying to impress me. We talk all the time, smile at each other. He is very relaxed and laid back. So funny and easy to talk to. So I have had my Eric dose for the week. Uh, I am on a cloud. Cloud nine, obviously. 
I talked with all my seventh grade pals, Ari, Elvia, Zoe. I love my whole class and savor the moments with them. This evening, I talked to Josh and cleaned up all my email, not to mention writing a poem, which I impressed myself with. I have rehearsal Monday through Thursday this week, and I am psyched. Next weekend is Carissa's birthday party, and then the shul in, oh my god, shul in, I'll explain that later, in Danbury. I am looking forward to that. If I keep my head up, uh, I can promise myself that at least a decent week, knock on wood. Who can I thank for all this recent happiness? Sweet dreams. Love, LMM. Wow, this is a really, really poppy. Like the uh, only happy diary entry diary I've entry, ever written yeah. in my life. Well, um, I mean, it just seemed like you were firmly in like the loving arms of the school system. You were doing well on quizzes. Yeah, you know. You, were, you had your friends. You that had was, the see, musical. This, I peaked in high school. You didn't peak in high school. It's mm. just that it's just when normalcy is promoted, encouraged, and you're in, enforced. And I was really good at it. Yeah, we're all we're all good at it. At school, depending. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, it was going to be positive reinforcement because. But there's a fundamental. There's like a through line. You were happy because you were active, and because you were you already studied and like you liked that. I was busy. You were busy. And, and crushes all over the place. You had crushes all over. The, I mean, Jesus, Tom, Eric. I've lost. I don't even. I've never heard of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I, I I keep tabs on all your crushes. I don't I no, don't hear Tom, one Cassian. Tom in this. wasn't a crush. Tom, I've talked about him before. I wanted to be him. He was two years older than me, um, and he um he was openly gay, which was like rare in Guilford, Connecticut. And he he was in theater, and he, oh, yeah, he's the I one who Tom. played Applegate and yes, Anything Goes, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Applegate and, he, and Anything Goes, no. I mean, in, Damn, uh, Yankees. Damn Yankees. Come I'm on. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get your white <laughs> musical theater straight. Anyway. Um, or, or gay. No. And, then, and then, yeah, Eric was like a tall, redheaded dude, and I was in, I was only like a year and a half older than him. Oh, yeah. That big yeah. of a fucking deal. But you, you liked it. The, you, you, you like the age Yeah, thing. but nothing ever happened. It was just all in my head, per use. Okay. Let's. Let's. Get it going. Do it. So our guest today um, is very patient and lovely. And I'm so sorry. She now. is wearing a Bruce Springsteen shirt, and she is a comic. I'm so happy that I know her. Uh, she's got an amazing podcast called Tip Your Server. It's Natalie Gregory. Hey, guys. Uh, oh. Sorry. Back it off. All right. Here we go. Here okay. We... <laughs> okay. Natalie's pulling up in a red convertible. It's yep. the it's the high school parking lot. <laughs> she's wearing a big fucking hat, like maybe a cowboy yeah. hat. She's got like a, a perfecto jacket with like pins all over the lapel. Yeah. And kind of like. And her hair is blown in the breeze. And yeah. everybody in the parking lot stops. And like in slow-mo, <laughs> she pulls up and she's waving to everybody. She knows that she looks like the coolest person She's also there. putting out a cigarette really quickly because you can't go to, you can't smoke cigarettes on the parking lot. Yeah, but everybody who needed to see that saw it. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys are the, Hi, Natalie. the best intro up, Natalie? ever. <laughs> I am the coolest high school kid. You are. By the way, you reading your diary entry, oh, my God, it like transported me. Oh, good. I was like, oh, remember, remember the night? 90s? Yeah. Do you remember them? I was like such a happy kid, honestly. Were I was you? like I was kinda like you, yeah. Oh, but I wasn't Cru- a happy kid. This was you a weird no, this was a very weird most of my diary entries are about how I was so depressed. Really? I, you know, I was like one of the rare people that I was like, this is great. Really? Like I'm yeah, I got boobs finally. I was like riding high. <laughs> Once I got guys, into high school, like end of end of middle school, beginning of high boobs. school, I got boobs and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> I got boobs in a summer. 
after really? freshman year. Nice. Oh, you grew? had that amazing Summer. experience yeah. where you get so, to come back to school and everyone's you know, like, all, what like, happened? Everybody, like the guys, the girls, they were like, you got boobs. I was like, yeah. And like immediately the guys started like liking me. It was crazy. But anyway, so I. I where, uh, where where were you in high school? This is uh, the Bay Area in um, Menlo Park, California. Oh, that's why you were so happy. I feel like everybody yeah. from there is so happy. It was pretty. It was a pretty good childhood. I'm not going to lie. Well, <laughs> you're fired. Get I, out of this room. <laughs> I know. But I, I turned into a miserable person. That's why I do. Well, that's, oh, that's, so don't good. Worry that's great. great. Yeah, good, good yeah. Work, don't worry. Work. I'm not. I'm miserable now, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. So you had a you had a wonderful childhood. I, I did. like set the scene for us. Like, did you get to walk to school? Did you take a bus? You know what? what? Um. Well, for high school, I lived quite. Oh, I went to two high schools. I went to a small. I went to a Sacred Heart for two years, and I hated it. That was all girls. No, actually, it was one of two in the country that are uh, co-ed. So I was a. It was Whoa. very Bay Area Sacred Heart. Because yeah. it, it was almost like a liberal arts college. Like, it was a pretty liberal that sounds like a Catholic dream. school. Yeah. But I hated it. And so I went to the big public school. And that was like a – that was a change. But it was really great. Um, but Did it yeah. match all of your dreams of, like, public schools and the movies and stuff? It, it in a way – yeah. Just the, like – how many different ethnicities compared to Sacred Heart? Yes, Sacred Heart was like wide people. Yeah, and then MA mm. was uh, Menlo Atherton High School. <laughs> uh, was yeah, like I mean, just yeah, integrated, and that was even like a shock because I had gone to public school, white kids, my whole life, and then right, I was like thrown into the mix. But I loved it. I loved kind of being like you know lost in the you in know, like just a city. Like one, yeah, yeah, kinda, and um. So that was great, but I uh, I never did really walk. We always carpooled to school. I always got rides. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Did you ever have a red convertible? I never did. Oh. But you know what? My mom like loves Mustangs, <laughs> <laughs> and she never has had one. But to this day, she still wants one. So, Mary Gregory. What time, name? Mary Gregory? Mary Gregory. Your time is still. It's it's not too late to get your red convertible. <laughs> Oh my God. What was your uh, favorite and least favorite subjects in school? Uh, certainly math. Absolutely. I detested mathematics. I still Same. do. I knew in like second grade that I was never going to use that. Yeah. You know. Yep. Same. I'm like, I'm a subject. writer. I was this like, I, I, this is going to be, I to this day to do simple math, like simple arithmetic. I use my fucking phone. <laughs> I mean, I, I well, we have those tools now. We do. God, but remember when we had to have the like the, the TI, yeah, the, like, the graphing boobs. calculators, yeah. <laughs> the, or yeah. boobless? Yeah, that's my this favorite. Is the, the theme of this show, Texas Instruments. Boobs. Yeah, man, I. I was just but then like, we weren't why? even allowed to use those on tests. We had to do it all by hand. Texas Instruments. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about it? Anyway, yeah, oh I was. Uh, I hated math more than anything. But what did you love? I loved English, yeah, of course, and I loved it when you know we would like watch the movie of the book. Yeah, I'd be like, yes, this is my time. Yeah, I loved film. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I always would say at Sacred Heart, actually, the what there was a class called a lit in cinema, which I thought was pretty cool. Ooh. So they would read the book and then they would compare the movie. That sounds like a college that's class. A, yeah, right. That's pretty Sacred Heart was kind of cool. Still hated it, but you know. <laughs> were you ra- were you raised like super Catholic? No, no, not at all. Uh, so I'm the result of a Catholic mother with a atheist father. Oh, guess who won that battle? <laughs> and so my brother and sister got confirmed, but by the time they got to me, they were so like over it. They just were like, "Fuck it." How much older are your? Older? We're all like the same age, weirdly. Like my sister's three and a half years older. My brother's two years older. So they were like a year apart, and then I was yeah. Oh. We were like all, but they were so they got confirmed together. 
And I think my dad was just like, fucking really? Are we doing this? This is so dumb. <laughs> and so that's what I, yeah. But my mom, for whatever reason, like wanted to, I don't know, because she was like tortured by nuns. She thought that like. That you needed to be also? For high school, because we, we went to public school because we lived in Menlo Park. So like the public schools were fucking great, yeah. you know, Silicon Valley. So, uh, but then for whatever reason, they went to. Sacred Heart. I did for two years, and then I was like, "Peace, <laughs> this shit sucks." <laughs> I like liturgy. We would have. I mean, it was super Northern California. Like we'd have mass like once a month. Yeah, <laughs> and like kids, like high school kids at a liturgy is probably the most hilarious thing because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're supposed to sing and shit, and people would be like, mm-hmm. yeah. "I know nobody wants to be caught dead singing." No, are you kidding? And like, no one's paying attention. They're like, anyway, Jesus, God, yeah. are we done? Catholic <laughs> singing is the worst kind of singing. It's literally it's the antithesis of catharsis because you don't want to. There's no desire. It's the same for Jews, but in Jews, it's all like minor chords. Yeah, but that's kind of fun. <laughs> it's, it's sort of dark. Yeah, I you know I've never been to temple, and I I definitely I want to go just to see. Yeah. But I remember just being bored to. T- Years in mass. I fell asleep a few times. Yeah. (laughs) And mass, I would go to, I I went to mass a few times because I grew up Mm -hmm. in a very Catholic town. Sure, Connecticut, right? Well, yeah, but it was like not, it was like farm country Connecticut. It wasn't, it wasn't Fairfield County, but my, most of my town was white Irish Catholic and then my family was Jews from New York. Mm -hmm. Um, So all my friends were Catholic and I would go with them to mass sometimes because I would sleep over their houses on Saturdays. Uh, And then on Sundays we'd go to mass. And I remember mass was only an hour and I was like, are you kidding? Because like, for the Jews? longest hour of our lives. Jews, but like it's Shabbat so long. service on Friday night is two hours. Two hours. Sure. Jesus H Christ. Yeah. Two hours? I mean, who and can this hold isn't their even attention like, that long. But like the high holy days, it's like three to four. You know? So I was like, at one hour, you guys got this made. Shut up. Stop complaining. Yeah, all right. But the shul in that I was talking mm-hmm. about, so shul shul is like another term for synagogue. Mm-hmm. And the shul in was like a sleepover at the synagogue. But I liked all kinds of sleepovers, no matter where they were. Sure. Because I was like, it's I might, it's not I, home. you know, they're, they're, they're me and boys, and we're going to be in our PJs together, and who knows? Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened. Um, but, uh, God, you talking about this makes me realize like how non like how there were not enough jews in my town <laughs> there were, i like never knew if there was even like synagogue there in well, Menlo park i'm but, like, sure but it's all just was. like religion light like on silicon valley there was this uh joke there was like oh well, christianity is frowned upon in the bay area and it's kind of true like everyone was like really religion i guess we're doing this but it was the 80s and 90s yeah. when people were still like you know, yeah, it wasn't praying and shit. Now really I feel Silicon like it's like, Valley really? yet. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but I never like everybody I knew was like, no one was actually practicing any religion. <laughs> yeah, well, it was all very light. Yeah, I mean, it's because everyone was very, very forward-thinking, progressive. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm sorry. I Phil, can you grab that? Yeah. We forgot this very important um oh prop. We're gonna, make, we're gonna pretend that this didn't. No, fuck it. Leave it in. Leave Ooh. it in. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know. I don't know what that was, but you know, we'll figure. We it out. We like to have it, just in case. Just Forgot. in case. So, Natalie. Yes. Let's talk about this artifact mm-hmm. that you brought. Can you describe it for the people? Yes. Please? So this is my favorite coat, still to this day, and I got it. Um, <laughs> it has no use for Los Angeles, as you can see. But uh, oh wait, it's... no, hold it up, oh, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's a long plaid. It looks like from the 1970s. Um, it's very long. It's heavy. It's I love wool. The buttons. Yeah, the buttons are 
about to fall mm. off. Uh, puff sleeves. Brown buttons, puff sleeves, puff Like hood. shearling lined. Yeah, I mean, look at this. I got Oh my this God, it's got a pink satin lining in my, on the inside. At Menlo Atherton High School <gasps> Theater Department. It was donated <laughs> and I put it on and I was like, this is my coat. <gasps> Yes. And uh, I still have it because it That's is my so absolute amazing. favorite. So coat. you were do- so you were doing theater. I was. I was definitely a theater kid. Like were when you-, you were talking about the musical, I'm like anything goes. I love it. Yeah. Were you? Did you have an anything goes in high school? We well, no. But um, when my sister was a freshman in high school, they did anything anything goes at uh, Sacred Heart, and it was quite a production. We all did anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Phil, didn't you steal something from your theater department that you still have to this day? <laughs> Find me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't steal anything from my theater department. Um, well, what do you think that I stole? I feel like a you prop? took clothing, like a coat. I, you definitely have a jacket that you got from your theater department. I mean, who? No, or I, I understand. Hat? No, all my hats I bought at J.C. Penney or Disney because. I have. I have one. Sells hats. I had the old Indiana Jones hat that like was indestructible before they they uh, moved to like cheaper materials. Oh Uh, no! I I I've taken things from community theaters. Oh sorry, yeah. I cannot name them, but I've taken. That's a step up, though. Yeah, it is a step up. (laughs) They have a bigger budget, probably. Yeah, I had an see like. I was surprised you knew because I I stole an overcoat from my theater department yes. that I have not ever worn because it was it just didn't fit me but I took it because I wanted it was so, to. So it was su- super cool. Yeah, there was a, like there was kind of a thieving epidemic in my area because we had a Gap that was the most <laughs> stolen from Gap because Oh, we really? Yeah, we had, it was the most stolen from Gap on the East Coast because there was no security in store. It was it was all mall, but they couldn't touch you. Like they didn't have they didn't have the authorization to like grab you and frisk you. That's kind of like the Grand Central Market right now. Yeah. So you could actually go in there, take stuff, and come back at any point and to take more stuff. But Grand Central Market is all food. Yeah, but they, the security there is, like, laughable. Oh. I mean, yeah. we've gotten our tip jar stolen, like, a million times, and they, like, follow the guy out, and then the minute they leave the market, they can't do anything, technically. So we're like, really? So what do you actually do? <laughs> but so, anyway, yeah, so the gap... Remember how the Gap was it? It was that Dude, was it. Like the Gap was the place. Oh, absolutely. We had um Well, especially in Silicon Valley. Oh man, that's where we all were. Did you like, guys have a Walden Books as well? I don't think we had Walden Books. We had Walden books. books in the mall. Only in the mall. It never existed Malden outside. We might have. <laughs> we might have. But it was at the Stanford <laughs> Shopping Center was uh the Gap there was quite the place. Yeah, we had a our gap has now been downsized and, or not downsized, split. I would say into two gaps. We had one huge gap, uh-huh. which they then split into three gaps. Three gap kids, gap gap little, gap gap or whatever, uh, like gap toddler. Oh, gap, gap, oh, gap baby, gap body, baby gap, body gap, gap kids, body gap, uh, regular gap, <laughs> regular gap, khakis. medium medium gap, K- yeah. khakis, body gap, gap sounds. Uh, Body Gap, Nickelodeon Gap, and then uh, <laughs> across, across the street was Banana Republic, which is now owned by Gap. Yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. All that fancy all Gap, one thing. man, that yeah. was big. Fancy that was big Gap. back then. They were big, but it was that was such a. I remember it sneaking in like ninety four, ninety five yeah. when it became this phenomenon. Was, yeah, yeah. You needed those. Ca- I had so many Gap khakis because also the denim and like the t shirt and yeah. the high waisted denim. I think that was like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I, I. I feel like there comes a point in every child's life when they kind of like age into Gap because yeah. like yeah. when I was in, my mother has always dressed 
pretty cool. And mm-hmm. even underneath, she's a dental hygienist. So underneath her lab coat, she's always wearing jeans and chucks. And your mom sounds cool. Yeah, she sounds cool. <laughs> One time my we my read mother a... has never worn chucks. <laughs> what? One time me and her mother read a book about deaths in the 1920s. It was great. <gasps> and it's in that a small town fantastic. in New York. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it was a fun time. She, my mother, my mother. Deaths in the 20s? I think, what was the book? It was like this old book about like archiving that... the people that died in like a certain time. I don't know. This is their, this is the God, cross. That sounds the, the like cross it's made for me. Venn yeah. diagram. Yeah. yeah. It's like reading a Tom Waits song uh, <laughs> versus listening to it. <laughs> As By the way, really I knew it. that you were real Excellent. mad last night when the Tom Waits came on. I was like, I'm leaving the room for this part of your cleaning. I am trolling you. Yeah, I, I was I was no, I was I polishing I was polishing the dust from my action figures and playing Tom Waits songs. We put, put playing like what's he building in there, yeah. which is arguably like the scariest song I've ever They're heard all, in my entire I don't know life. What any was, of them are called, but whenever it comes on the radio, feel like or on the car because okay I used to have an iPod that played wonderful things and now it's dead but anyway oh no it was he would wait and see how many seconds into the song it took me to recognize that it was a Tom Waits song usually five seconds well yeah usually it's like well there's but there's different iterations right there's the Tom Waits that's like and then then there's Tom Waits that's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's 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 yeah, the, that's yeah. that, the devil yeah. in music I, form. See, I like, no, he he channels like some. He has many different voices. Um, he does. I was listening. I like the weird jazz shit. Yeah, the weird jazz like the crossroads of that is like swordfish, trombone, rain dogs, and Frank's wild years. Like that trilogy. Those. That's what I was listening to last night. I was listening sure. to Gin Soaked Boy while shirtless, polishing action figures. <laughs> and that was when I knew it was time for me to leave the room until Phil was ready. <laughs> wow. But you know what? I love that song, uh, Mockingbird. That's such a beautiful song. I and love... that's so delicate and not demon-like. Yeah. I love all of his instrumentals. Except mm-hmm. for, like even even Great knife piano fight player. is pretty fun, but also uh, a soldier's things mm-hmm. is really sad and like just gets to a certain yeah I, he's place. good I, I, I get the I, Tom Waits thing I get thank it thank you <laughs> but you have a Bruce Springsteen shirt on I and do. were you were you a kid listening to Bruce Springsteen I was very... not a kid I was an adult ah yeah. so I kind of like Bruce late. Me what too. were you listening to? When you were wearing this coat, what were you listening to? Oh gosh, what were your jams? Okay, yes. oh my god, I mean this is gonna. It's embarrassing a little bit. Good. I mean, super California kid, like sublime to like yes. forever. Sublime and like the Beastie Boys. Yeah. That's nice. like my teenage. Were you at all into Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Huge. Yeah, I went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was 18 at Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, California. Where wow. Was. And uh, the Stone Temple Pilots opened oh, for them. Oh, shit. And it was... Quite nice, even though we know Scott Weiland was kind of a piece of shit, but uh, it, it was a uh, pretty epic. Wow! But yeah, that Blood Sugar Sex Magic LP yeah. was kind of a. Uh, Were you allowed to go to concerts by yourself, or did you have to? I be was eighteen. No, oh, no, okay. No, no. Okay. So I, I mean, at that point, I mean, I think my by the time my parents got to me, they were like, "Fuck, we're it. done." Just yeah. like, oh my god, three yep. three kids in three and a half years. I think they were a little overwhelmed. So <laughs> by the time I was hitting adolescence, they were like, "Whatever." Uh, yeah. <laughs> My, You're on your own. Watch TV. My brother was like 11 years separated from us, so they had a time <gasps> to like relax and then be parents again. So, wow, 11 years. Yeah, he's a whole other generation. He, he is. He's a he's a true millennial. I I, I think like or, I don't know what he is because if he's 22 now, 
then that would make... Oh, wow. Is he a millennial or is he like... So he was an accident. One. See, I thought you were saying the oldest kid was 11 was, years older than no, you. No, 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 younger, well, younger. Baby. He was a baby. He baby was a Nick. surprise. Yeah. He was he, a welcome surprise, to be sure, because I got to still play with action figures, that meant. Right. I could buy things under the guise of, oh, I'm getting this for my brother, but then like take it home and, and play it. And now right, right. they like wear the same... It's so cute, because Nick looks just like Phil and... Uh, he like takes after him in all of his fashion. He and dresses so- like Robert De Niro in Casino now because he sells <laughs> oh, no. Cadillacs. Um, so he's he got. He does. Like, yeah, yeah, that's he- his job. Wait, where? Where? In New Jersey. Of course. Oh, we're Italians from right, New right, Jersey. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, but, yes. oh but good he, lord. He's got that whole thing, but we mostly just text each other on on a uh, Red Wing factory seconds. He finds. And he's like, "Did you ever? Did you ever seen this?" I'm like, "No." Red Wings are boots. Are they are boots. boots. They're very oh. nice boots. So they're obsessive about boots, about watches, about um. Jackets. Of course, they're Italian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all yeah, the totally. good things that Italians make. Yeah, yeah. Boots, watches. Yeah, totally. Yeah, jackets. Yeah. Um, when I in th- this when I was talking about uh, having a sleepover at Anne Marie's house and staying up till three a.m., mm-hmm. I remember that night that we were listening to Sublime, and I. I wasn't into Sublime because I felt like I was not the audience. Like, it did not feel like it was speaking to me. Funny enough, when I turned about, you know, 27, 28, yep, 29 yep. and started smoking weed, I got really oh, yeah. into Sublime. I hated Sublime for years because it was not the – see, like, the, the stoners – Douchebags like them. I mean, I mean, that's the, the thing the about liking that, them. Yeah, the people that liked them in my high school were douchebags. Right. And when my, my ex-girlfriend – like got we got Sublime tickets for like the new Sublime guy, Sublime oh, yeah. in Rome or whatever. Yeah, and I militantly didn't want to go, and I had to drive her to the concert, and I really didn't want to do it, and I was so mad. And then I got there, and then I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's here's the thing. Also, good, good I mean, vibes. I love reggae music. Like, I love reggae music we have to, to my hang core. Out. I know, I I I love reggae so much, and really, when you listen to all of Sublime's songs, like, I mean, they're ripping off. <laughs> Every of it's just white boy reggae, yeah. mostly a- excellent course. reggae song. Like it's its own sound. But I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I it's something so about his voice and and the yeah, and he blended like hip hop with reggae and you know ska and anyway, it was you know for but I listen good. to it now and I'm it's yeah. so nostalgic. But that I like, was, can't help but get like just giddy about it. It was an <laughs> antidote to grunge. I mean, it was also a reaction yes. to and an antidote of as grunge. was ska. Yeah. 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 Which but I loved ska, like been proper ska. I was yeah. so into. Ska was around since the seventies. There's actually there's what? A, it's rooted in reggae, really. Yeah, and that's why it's like I, which is I like love happy, it. upbeat, feel good. Like I remember when like skanking horns. became a thing. Horns, yeah. yeah. As soon as horn there's a section. horn section, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it is the antidote to, to grunge. I didn't think. But about it's that. always yeah. been trying to push through into the mainstream. But there was a funny sketch in the seventies with, with uh, Dick Clark getting a. Uh, He's getting his shoes uh, shined by some dude, and he tips the guy. He's like, tell me about Ska. And the guy gives the entire breakdown. He's like, it'll never catch on because it's too fast. And it, <gasps> kind of true, it not, right? Kind of true. I mean, for no doubt it was a Ska yeah. band. Yeah. And then they, they yeah. no longer Remember were. That? No, they, no, no. Then they got like, you know, you know, produ- overproduced. You know, much, yeah. like, much like white people using hip hop to get more famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People have used Scott to get to the next level yeah, and then exactly. discarded it. Ooh, like, sorry, this reminds me. Super, kind of side note, but um, I saw a picture the other day of a picture of uh, the the girl who plays Eleven, mm-hmm. uh, like Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Next to a picture of Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and they it's really like, look the same. Okay. Look, at, really look how look she's aged. Same. Don't you feel old? Is that what the caption was? <laughs> yes. Man. 
I fucking love that Stranger Things oh show God. so much, though. I know, me too. Did it's you really, guys binge? I've yes. On, yes. Oh God. Yes. It, it just is like, ugh. but we shouldn't give spoilers because I don't know. Who's no, I know. But I just those Duffer brothers. Like, if I could just shake their, they hand know what and the fuck like, is up. God damn it! They you know fucking how to do nailed it. it. Yeah. Well, as we were just saying to Veronica in the car, um, if you have Netflix, which you do because you watch of Stranger course, Things. Yeah. Um, in the game section, use my ex-boyfriend's account. <laughs> we use the account of the person who friend, used so. to live in our apartment. Oh yeah, I mean you know. But that's why they're losing money. Um, that is, but, but HBO not... doesn't care. They're like, yeah, fine, steal Game of Thrones. But <laughs> HBO care. makes money in other ways. Netflix is five billion dollars in the hole. <gasps> is it? Yeah, dude. They so keep taking out now. loans, but the thing is, they have so much property. If Disney would just like let them take all their stuff, they'd be okay. But now Disney wants their streaming service, and now Disney. <gasps> Disney That's has, the thing. Everyone's trying to do a digital platform. Yeah. Yep. That's why like Star Trek's probably going to get fucking canceled because it's on CBS. And, and, and it, it really just sound, looks like an old person decision. Oh, you want your new Star Trek? Oh, put it on a streaming channel. We don't, you don't even know about your all access. Like Same thing with Stars. Like Stars wants to push Stars its just streaming. just isn't taking off, is it, though? No. I love, like, <laughs> They're just trying. They're like, <laughs> we got this new show. No one's going to watch it. They put they they dunked a lot of money into the Ash versus the Evil Dead campaign, and that is a great show, but no one's watching because oh they're just Oh, my God, is Bruce Campbell in It's it? him. It's the whole thing. Everybody's involved. See, it's I don't great. even know about this fucking exactly. show. Because it's, it's, it's on stars. It's going to get canceled this season. Well, it's like how the Nick was on Cinemax. That is arguably like the best show that's ever been made for television, and like no one knew I've about it. I've never seen it. The Jane Nick, Dashow is on it. We should watch it. We the should Nick, watch it. The Nick I love Clive Owen. Incredible. And okay. Steve Soderbergh. Like, his website so good. is film school. He, he did this thing where he uh, took Raiders of the Lost Ark, turned it black and white, got rid of all the sound and replaced it with like something, uh, some other soundtrack just as a lesson in storyboarding and, sto- and editing. Wow. And it was like on his blog for a few days before he had to take it down. But He's like a true, so cool. like, I, I mean, he writes, edit. When you edit, write, yeah. and direct. He's his own cinematographer. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a fucking auteur. He is his own cinematographer. Yeah, yeah which is way rare. It's amazing. Yeah. What were the movies when you were a kid that you were Wait, like... But real quick, yes, I want to hear the backwards. answer to that. But, yeah. but we, we tease the listeners with this, and I'm saying, oh. and you, Stranger Things, there's an 8-bit video game Somewhere of Stranger out there. Things. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but it's on, you in, can find it on your Fire on streaming Pro thing, stick. And it's really funny, and like, uh, Hopper is like the first character, and then you collect all the other guy, people in the party as you go, and it's like, it's like it's the a video film. game. It's a yes. video game and of it's Stranger the same, Things, like that repetitive music in a video game, like like in a Super Nintendo but it's like or Stranger Sega game. Things hooks, and it's like Hopper's play this way game of so like bad. acquiring it's things. He like punches, he punches shit. He punches open pieces of furniture. That's funny, yeah, and it's great. So anyway, yes, okay. Movies, Stranger Things, movies that got you um, really inspired. I mean, when I you watched. Were I mean, for sure, like all the Eddie Murphy movies, Coming to America. Hell yeah, definitely comes classic, to mind. Classic. My friend Haley the other day said. Uh, Beyonce's like how Beyonce wakes up is how he wakes up in Zamunda. How Eddie Murphy <laughs> wakes up. That's like what how Beyonce wakes up. Uh, <laughs> certainly, yeah, all those. Um, and what I mean, yeah, Steven Spielberg, all those. I mean, ET was like scary to me, but I definitely like loved it. And then what else? I certainly Titanic. You guys were talking about that earlier yeah. as a 15 year old girl. That was like everything. Yeah, I yeah. went on opening. Night. Oh, I went. I saw it three times in the theater. Yeah, that's called adolescent. That's like an entire half of a day. Yeah, and man, Leo, I was like obsessed. Yeah, and then I got over it. He could have survived, right? 
Like you could have. <laughs> Get on the damn door. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but what else? I mean, I, I also like, I love when they don't make them anymore. Teen movies. Remember like yeah. teen movies were a thing and like 10 Things I Hate About You was huge. That's also yeah. where I first fell in love with Heath Ledger. And, um, but as a kid, certainly like, you know, all the Disney, like Little Mermaid, Robin Hood, the cartoon. Robin Hood is my favorite It's one. so good. And somehow like that fox is like sexy. He's foxy. Yeah. Yeah, he I is know. Totally I want to be Maid Marian real bad, but ultimately I am clucky. Which if you. <laughs> She's so funny though. Um, <laughs> do you know Lindy West, the writer with Lindy West? Yeah, yeah. She wrote this book called Shrill. It's so fucking good. Everybody should read it. And like in one of her Great essays, title. I think, yeah, the first essay is about how she never saw, um, she never really saw uh, analogs of herself in movies. The closest that she could find was Clucky from <laughs> Robin Hood. And I was like, you understand. <laughs> yeah. You get me. Uh, oh, I loved Clucky though. She yeah. was kind of sexy though. I mean, she took no shit. No, and she was like, she had a little thing going. Yeah. She lost the birdie in her boobs and stuff. Speaking Remember? of badminton, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They play badminton anyway. I yeah, all the all the cartoons. And were you so like you said earlier that when you were in like second grade, probably mm-hmm. you realized that you were never going to use math growing up. Yes. Was there an inkling in your in your life like before you got to adulthood when you thought that you were going to go into comedy? Was that a thing that you had? You know in mind? what? Yeah, it was also in second grade. Uh, I was. I played Humbug the Witch because we <laughs> nice. were doing a Halloween like little presentation. And I was like, this shit's for fucking me. Like yeah. being <laughs> on stage and like acting shit yes. out. I was like, this is me. Yeah. And I've been chasing the dream ever since then. Still working in restaurants, though. <laughs> That's fine. And you have a podcast about it. I do. Tip your server, guys. Tune in. On all the all, all the platforms, yeah, yeah. Lisa was on and it's lovely, super fun. I could talk about that stuff all do day. Do you work in a restaurant, Paul? I do now, but I and I have before. But I, I there was a time when I took a break because I just got fucking sick of it. Oh, I mean, you know, you go insane. Uh, yeah, I, I I went from waiting tables to selling beer to restaurants that I would hate to work at. Oh. Yeah, he he, he got on oh, the wow. other side of the table. So you were on that? Yeah, end. so I yes. got to meet a lot of like that that uh navy blue shirted general manager dude who doesn't know a lot about beer, but I really want like a cheap IPA. Like, what, what could you give me for like 120? Like that guy. I know that, exactly the type yeah. of dude. Well, I used to always say because I worked at Mohawk Bend for a long time. And you did. I, I love Mohawk. I did. Oh wait, that's how you know Dana. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for a while, I was like, man, beer people just drove me insane. They're the worst. We, they ruin it for everyone. They do. Um, and and because this is my theory about them <laughs> that beer people like it's just a bunch of dudes like in their basement. Yeah. Like making you know doing chemistry versus like wine people. I always compare them to wine people. Wine <laughs> people are pretty cool because they like have grown up in the system of yeah, restaurants. They're also insulated by money. Because true. Like, there's a lot of money in the wine true, business true. and the spirit <laughs> business. But like the beer people are like True. They live and die by quarterly sales because <laughs> No. There's not a lot to go around of that fresh IPA, that, that yeah, juicy that... Pliny the Elder. Or... What is it with that fucking Pliny? I don't know. It, tastes, what? What it just makes about? my mouth It's this beer from the it. Russian River Valley fucking brewing company that people go ape shit for, and it just tastes like a bitter goddamn beer. Yeah, there's... It's uh, like, I don't understand. But the, if you get into the beer enough, you can distinguish between specific hops. And there are certain hops that sure. I like, like mosaic hops are, are oh, my wow. speed. I like... See, knows what he's talking you gotta about. have him on your show yeah i do sure i'd love to be on your show let's go let, uh, no deal well, we're gonna do this okay great i'm Good. excited um, great i love making connections yeah um, um, yeah um so how old were you when you got your first serving job 
You know, I was old. I actually didn't do it in high school. I was like, I worked at the warehouse music store and. Um, <gasps> nice. Warehouse? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. One music of those in Chicago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember warehouse. And uh, yeah, I did that for a while purely because I was kind of chasing this guy that I thought was cute. And then uh, I was a lifeguard. It's so, so Empire Records. Yeah, I know, right? He was hot. Anyway. Uh, you were a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard, yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. No big deal. I got pretty tan. Um, <laughs> and then, but yeah, it wasn't until I was like 22, like oh. out of college, because I had other random like college jobs. Like, oh my God, I was a telemarketer for a minute. That was terrible. But yeah, so I was oh. 22. Okay. But I've been consistently in the restaurant since then. Yeah, because once you do it, you're like, oh, this is better oh. than all that other shit. Yeah, I, I definitely sitting, I mean, I worked for a while at a startup company here and um the nine to five desk thing can't do it is fucking brutal. It's, it's very yeah. maddening. Yeah, I I can't sit still. No, no. And it, like just Excel spreadsheets, like God, it's no. bad for your back. It's it's bad. Yeah. So I uh I, I'm, I'm until I hit it big, guys. I'm restaurants are kind of it. It well, makes sense. I mean, like it's it makes sense. I. What do you what do you prefer like in your ideal restaurant? Is it pool mm-hmm. tips or is it tips that you make? You know, I never worked in a pool tip. Well, that's kind of not true. I mean, I work currently in the Grand Central Market, and we basically pool tips, but only for a certain amount of time. But uh, I think pooling is better just because uh, you you're less stressed out and you can let it like roll off your back if someone leaves you a shitty tip. Yeah, it's which true. in LA somebody else was... is probably having a good night. Yeah, and the thing that's exactly like someone else will pick up the slack, but uh, San Francisco, <laughs> the culture there because I lived there before here, you know, and um, man, it's just like they just tip better up there. Like LA people are just fucking dicks. Really? Yeah, they're just ridiculous. Try Midtown. Try Midtown. Oh, I know you European <laughs> tourists need to be have their tourism revoked. Like they need to go back home. <laughs> And maybe consider a, tipping. Read a tourism people. book. Like you must know. I mean, in the Grand Central Market, I will say, the tourists seem to tip. Yeah, they they kind of know. But uh, yeah, I know you're. I have no, to say, no, Midtown no, Manhattan. No, uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Post traumatic um, stress is still is a yeah, real it's, thing. It's, it's relevant. It's there. Um, so uh, Natalie, yes, um, I think we've come to the point in the show where I give you a present. Oh my so, god! Yay! A present? It's not that exciting. I know every, all the guests are like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited!" And then no, they see it's like a it's pencil. A, it's a it's a piece of crap from my childhood bedroom, which is still intact, and I refuse to. It's get... Still intact. Your parents have not like turned they it into moved. a gym. I only lived in one house my whole life, and <gasps> That's so wonderful. It was it, well, but no, because then I got scared of like any kind of change whatsoever. Um, so <laughs> I lived in the same house when I was 18, and then my parents were like, "Let's cash in on the Silicon yeah, Valley I think shit." <laughs> my brother is even more sentimental than I am, and in the event that my parents ever sell that house, I think we're gonna like. Oh, it's gonna be emotional. Dream. I cried. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was like your childhood. Yeah, your so, life. You're, and they're I still there. Everything, and my mom says everything too. So, um, so rather than throw out shit, I just uh, repurpose Pass it as a, as a gift. So for you. <gasps> This is so fucking random. I'm so excited. You have no idea. It is a tiny little copper cup. Oh my god! Look a at cu- it. A cup for dolls or or bears or whatever. And I feel it like looks like a uh, a mule. Moscow mule cup. It yes. does absolutely. So I challenge you to take that to work and make a tiny Moscow mule. Oh my god! I will think you please I do will. that? <laughs> I work tonight. I think. I'm Me too. Make it I'm do co- you? Yes, I'm covering for Stephanie. So for I'm Stephanie. Working. Yeah. I so, was like, I thought you were going to say Sebastian. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a huge crush on him. I'm saying it on air. Does he <gasps> listen to your podcast? Because now the cat's the out of the has been thrown I, down. I doubt it. But, like, isn't our, I mean, Sebastian, isn't he, like, 25? I, yeah. I mean, he's he's attractive. 
I'm sure. kind of into that. I'm kind of into the 25 year old right crowd. back around to this journal entry. The younger guys, listen. See, Sebastian right? yeah. is a nice guy. He's great. You know that he's not he's not a comic or a performer, which is so nice. Well, isn't he into music or something? He's a, he manages. Man, oh, see, yeah, that's wow. like up to sexiness. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. being a trumpet player without hating people. I bet if Sebastian heard this, he would fucking love it. <laughs> uh, Funnily enough, though, I love a cornet player, I must say. Louis cornet. Armstrong. Yeah, Louis Armstrong. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Classic. Special place in my heart. Absolutely. <sighs> I feel like every trumpet player, because I was in marching band. Oh, were you? And I always like. Were they all depressed? All depressed and like misanthropic people. Oh, but that just, beautiful sound, right? Of course. You got to be tortured. It comes from torment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, oh, Phil. Natalie, Lessa. do you want to plug anything? Just the podcast, guys. Uh, hear about how it can really suck to be a server. Take your <laughs> server podcast on all, on all the things, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. All it's, a, it's a good time. It's a it's fun, fun time. It's fun. And, and listen to Lissa's episode. That was, we had a good time. Yeah, we did have a good time. Yeah. I could talk to you guys on the mic all day. I know. This is this you. I feel like lovely. you. I feel yeah. like you've just stepped up to like potential like fill in co host. Oh my god! That be necessary. Yeah. God bless you guys. I've had so much fun. I don't want it to end. I know. <laughs> and my cute little. I'm holding up the little cup, my little mule cup. I I thought you would like it. I I'd feel like love you could it. even like put it on like a chain. I, you could. You know, you and wear it like it. a necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like um. Flavor Flav with this huge block, <laughs> yeah. except I have the, the mule cup. And you can just upgrade it. You know, every year it just gets bigger and bigger. You yeah. get a real Moscow mule yeah. cup. Well, I'll steal one from El Aqua. Yeah. Lord knows we've got plenty. Uh, do we? Oh, there's like, yeah. Because the, the, Moscow mules were like a thing five years ago. Yeah, I remember like how that was super hot? That was a, a thing for Now a it's a dirty word. Now it's like whiskey for days and mezcal, which is oh, disgusting. Yeah. Gust. Oh, I like mezcal. Do you? Yeah. I like how smoky it is, but I don't like scotch. It I like... see. I like scotch. I can't do no, mezcal. Scotch tastes like a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but from Scotland, which I lived. I lived in Scotland for a time. So. We didn't even get uh, to I that part. Scotch. I was 21. It was fun. It oh, was okay. actually a tough time. It was 2003 and 2004, so Americans were not. Uh, not really nah. welcome over there. Not that. They were not What's pumped. that like? What's that like, Us, everyone hating us? Oh, I it's uh, like people just didn't want to talk to me. I had yeah. to be like, yeah, I'm from California. Like I didn't vote for Bush. Please talk to me. It was it was tough, but I made friends for life, so it's okay. You're a, you're a friend for life. Now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm your guys' friend for life. Friend for life. So much friend for life. Yeah. Oh well, right, Natalie. We I feel like Thank I want to hear about so your childhoods much. now. Well, but I you'll guess have to just come I'll to our in, live show. Or tune in Google yeah. Play iTunes. Oh, that's right. Or Stitcher. When is your live show? show? November thirtieth here at uh, the Nerdist Showroom at what, Meltdown what Comics. What day is that? It is a Thursday. Perfect. I can make it. Amazing. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, tune into Natalie's podcast. Tip your server and treasure what got, got you here. <laughs> oh, you guys. Is that okay? That was, that was great. great. That was so good. Hi, I'm Erin Bagwell. And I'm Diana Matthews. Welcome to Beaver Talk, the podcast where we give Hollywood unsolicited advice about feminism. In our world, Ava DuVernay should have already won an Oscar. Reese Witherspoon doesn't need to make her own production company to get roles. And Oprah is really the only celebrity worthy enough to be president. Join us as we deep dive into all the things that fire us up about film and television. The glorious, the misogynistic, and the groundbreaking. This is Beaver, Beaver Talk. Talk. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!